Sorry to disappoint you So what was your expectation? Nah, I'm just an everyday dude Oh, you expected perfection? This is what Christianity is supposed to be like I make mistakes Like, lots of mistakes I'm just trying to do the best that I can do I guess I'm just imperfectly human Welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Human Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Daly. I want to thank you for joining me for episode four of season two of the Imperfectly Human Podcast. So let's get this thing started. Let's kick this off right. I want to shout out everyone that's listening, everyone that's tuned in on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, wherever you are tuned in from, I appreciate you. I want to let you know that um, I value your subscription. And if you are not subscribed to this podcast, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your favorite streaming platform. Thank you very much. If you are watching this on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button and um yeah, I appreciate you. So, for you that, for, for those of you that don't know who I am, I am Mr. Daly. I am a Christian entrepreneur. I am the principal consultant at Yellow 8 Design. And Yellow 8 Design is a company that focuses on getting customers noticed online. Um, how do we do this? We do this by creating the uh, optimal user experience we create eye-catching designs for your brand for your uh so that's graphic design eye-catching functional design so making sure your whole system flows and works perfectly making sure that your website is well designed optimizing your website your seo Um, we take care of your digital marketing your digital brand And um, we also provide you with analytics. And to be fair, the jewel in the crown. Oh man, it's a toss up. Actually, so everything we do is underpinned by analytics because we create a constant feedback loop. We want to monitor and constantly understand where customers fall out of the process so we can understand where the functionality is letting us down or where the design is letting us down so that we can revise it and create a better customer journey that is what it's all about for us so analytics is key to everything that we do it sits beneath every part of our process anyway if you want to find out more about yellow eight go to www.yellowweight.co.uk or you can follow Yellow 8 on Instagram at Yellow 8 Design. You can follow um, Yellow 8 on Facebook at Yellow 8 Design. And you can follow me, follow Yellow 8 on Twitter. That's at Yellow 8 Design, D S G N. Yellow 8 D S G N. So Twitter is the only one that's slightly different. And uh, for those of you that are watching this, you also know that I am the founder of the Daily Perspective Network. Um, or watching or listening to this, you will know that I am the founder of the Daily Perspective Network, the host of the Imperfectly Human podcast, and also the host of the Daily Perspective podcast. So if you want to stay in touch with the Daily Perspective, you can do so on Instagram at Daily Perspective, uh, Daily Perspective Network, on Facebook at Daily Perspective Network, and on Twitter at Daily Network. And for me... Mr. Daly at 
DY Daily on every platform. So what are we talking about today? Today, I want to talk to you about keeping the same energy. What do I mean? As an entrepreneur, energy is, well, not just an entrepreneur, but in business, in whatever you do, um, in life, energy is so important. People either people feed off your energy. So if your energy is a particular way, people will feed off of that energy and they will normally match your energy levels. If you're, um, uh, forgive me for the notifications. Uh, let's, uh, let's take care of this. Do not disturb Mr. Daly. Here we go. So, um, people match your energy levels that that's what generally happens. Um, if your energy is high, they, they usually will come with high energy. Um, if your energy is low, then they, you get the same, you get, you get what you give back or you give, yeah, you give, you get what you give out. (laughs) Sorry. So why is it so important to, to just, to keep the same energy to be successful? Um, usually you need, I wouldn't say let me say that's not fair. Um, it's important to have consistent energy in everything that you do. One, for yourself, you need to be able to maintain the energy level that you run at. You need to be able to keep things going at the rate at which you do them. Um, and sometimes you, you meet these people that one day they are super energetic and then the next day they are just... Hey, what's going on? Um, like, just low energy. And it's because they allow things to drain them of their energy. Or they push out this burst of energy to try and do something and then the energy is not consistent. And when your energy is not consistent, you struggle to get things done. Just my personal opinion, just what I've seen uh, and also what I've experienced. But when your energy is, when your energy fluctuates too much, you, your performance fluctuates. When your energy is all over the place, your output is all over the place. So it's super important that you learn how to manage your energy. So... How do I manage my energy? Me personally, I, I've got, um, I call it R&R. And no, it's not um, whatever, I can't even remember what R&R um, normally stands for. But for me, R&R is routine and relaxation. Uh, and I know that the one R is the same as the other, but routine for me is the is one of the most critical and important parts of maintaining my energy. Why? Because I know what I'm doing consistently. Um, and I'll break it down. Here is a day in my life. Um, and that's not to say that this is every single day. And that's not to say that I do not deviate from this occasionally. 
I do. There are times when I say, hey, dude, let's switch it up. Let's have a change. Let's take a break. But generally, my working, my, my daily routine is this. Wake up at five. Read my Bible. Go downstairs, sort out the dog. Uh, let him out for, uh, let him out to go do his business or whatever. And whilst he's doing that, I start to set things up. Maybe make a coffee. Um, I once I once a once the dog's back in and whatever, I start doing some work. I will work from five to about seven. Seven o'clock, I will start to clean. Um, I will clean the downstairs and, you know, do the vacuuming and um, mop and clean the surfaces, clean the tables, make sure the, make sure the dishwasher's on, put some bread in the bread maker, uh, clean the tops, um, fluff all the cushions, fold all the throws. Febreze some stuff, clean out the dog bed, um, put his food out, put his drink out, do all of that. I will do that till about eight o'clock. At eight o'clock, I then get back to work because generally that's when everybody starts to get up. I say hi, say good morning to the kids and all of that stuff. They do their thing Um, and I'll go back to work. I will work from that point on till about midday um at midday i will work out have some lunch uh ready to get back to work by about one o'clock one o'clock work through to about 4 p.m 4 p.m go and cook dinner have um so cook dinner have conversation with the family um do some family stuff and then it's either spend some time with the family for the rest of the evening or do some editing, um, recording on a podcast or on some on YouTube videos or whatever, or um, do a bit of reading, or I may have some activities that I have to do with the kids and take the kids to places. But generally, that routine is what I do every day. Um... I still get up at five on the weekends. I may not work. I may not work. I may work till till about seven o'clock, eight o'clock, but I won't work after that. Um, Saturday and Sunday, um, and that's because that's important to me. Um, I make sure that having that routine kind of helps me to focus on exactly. You know, my energy is the same. I know what I'm doing. I know what my day is going to be like. I can plan it out. I know what my schedule is going to be. And for me, the, I say routine and relaxation, but um, the, for me, the, 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 an important part of my routine is working out. Um, it's not about, you know, sitting static and doing everything. My energy levels increase when I exercise. Um, I don't want to turn this into a nutrition and fitness uh, episode, but really and truly, I'll just say this. I know that my 
my energy levels dip and go off track when my exercise is lacking, when my diet is off. So if I am consuming way too many um, processed goods, um, you know, I don't really do the junk food thing, but if I'm consuming maybe having too much ice cream or maybe I am... Uh, I've baked a few too many cakes and had too many cakes um, in a in a short period of time because I, I'm, I'm a dessert fiend. I love desserts, so baking is a problem for me. I bake all the time, and I want to then I, you bake it, you eat it. Anyway, but if my nutrition is off, if my exercise is off, my energy levels are off and my routine goes out of the window because I can't get out of bed because I become lethargic and sluggish. So it is super important for me to have my R&R. Routine and relaxation. And relaxation for me includes working out for that hour or 45 minutes during the day and then relaxing and chilling with my family and doing other stuff that relaxes and entertains me in the evenings that is an important part of my routine and during on the weekends finding time to just go for a walk with my family or do visit a park or whatever is you know doing relaxing stuff with my family is great for my routine um and with that it helps me to maintain my energy levels what it also does is it gives me mental clarity Mental clarity is super important when you when it comes to maintaining your energy levels because if you don't have that mental clarity, you will be all over the place. And when you're all, all over the pe- place, your energy is all over the place because you can't focus on anything and you allow different things to suck your energy away from you. And that just drains you and depletes you of everything that you are. So maintaining your mental clarity is super important for maintaining your energy levels. And um, I'm not, I'm not just, so that's, that's my, that's my routine. That's what I do. So I thought, let me, let me open it up a little bit. Let me do a bit of research. Let me see what else is out there. And whilst I was looking, I came across an article. The article is on themuse.com. Um, it is by a lady by the name of Joe Miller, and she is the founding editor of Be Leaderly and CEO of Women's Leadership Coaching Incorporated. Um, and she wrote this article about um, maintaining, or what did she call it? The secret to better work, manage your energy, not your time. And I thought, it was a really good article. It was an amazing article. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was. It's a short read. It's not, you know, it's not something that you're going to be reading for days. Um, but she came up with five key points on how to manage your energy. And the first one was recognize the race that you need to run. And this is super important when you're an entrepreneur recognize the race that you need to run entrepreneurship and we're going to talk about this um later on in the in the season schedule but entrepreneurship is not a short journey it's a long 
journey. It's a drawn out journey. Your route to success, for some people, no one, um, who was it? Joe Wicks said, um, I'm the 10 year overnight success. Because everyone assumed that in their eyes, Joe Wicks was an overnight success. He came out of nowhere and suddenly the body, the body coach was this overnight success. 50, Lean and 15 was this overnight success. Um, his training program, overnight success. Joe, PE with Joe Wicks, overnight success. It took Joe Wicks 10 years to get some recognition. 10 years. He started off by pulling a cart on his bike attached to his bike and go into, uh, I believe it was Richmond Common, um, every day at the same time to do a boot camp and nobody would turn up. But he didn't give in because he believed so much in what he was doing and he understood that his race was a marathon. It was too early for him to quit and he required endurance to run a marathon. And when you're running the, when you're running a marathon what do you need to do you need to manage your energy throughout the 26 um 26.4 miles it's 26.4 but um you need to manage your energy throughout that whole distance there is no point sprinting for the first mile and then completely sapping and draining all your energy and struggling for the next 25.4 miles. Makes no sense. Um, using the same analogy. If you manage your energy. You realise that there are points in the race. Or there is a point in the race. Where the race goes becomes a sprint. And sometimes you have sprints within your race. Uh, we're not going to get into. into um <laughs> I think I mentioned this on another episode where we start to talk about uh, project management and ways of running a program and rate well ways of ways of running projects and sprints and agile and all of that stuff. Um, but you can work in sprints. You can chunk bits into de- small deliverables, and that is when your marathon can be broken down into sprints. But in its in, in its entirety. Entrepreneurship is a marathon. It's a long journey. It's something that you have to stick to. You have to be willing to go the distance. Um, and, you know, Joe's, Joe Miller's point of recognizing that the race that you need to run is super important. If you know what race you are in, if you know where you are in your marathon, then you know what type of how much energy you need to exert at that point and how much energy you need to conserve. So super important to recognize the race that you are in. Be number two, be an energizer. And I think I said this before, if you are high energy, you draw people of high energy to you and people will match your energy levels. And when you have good energy around you, you feed off good energy. You feed off positive energy. You feed off high energy. If you surround yourself with, if you are enthusiastic 
other people around you become enthusiastic and you can feed off their enthusiasm. Their energy levels will feed your energy levels and help you lift yourself. So if you want good energy, put out good energy. Number three, know what drains you and what sustains you. Sounds so simple. It does, doesn't it? Sounds really simple. But it's not that easy. It's not that easy. um, Because a lot of people don't understand themselves. A lot of people don't know what type of person they are. And if you are trying to find out more about yourself, um, definitely check out 16personalities.com and do the Myers-Briggs personality test. Find out a little bit more about your personality type. Also, definitely check out um, iProgress CC. Um, so check out iProgress. They are a brand that I'm working with, but um, I recommend them because they are awesome. A lot of you who have been subscribers know Dr. Terence Johnson, um, but De- Dr. Terence Johnson helps people work through um, identifying and understanding themselves and understanding what limits them in their, limits them and their potential. So if you really want to know more about yourself, if you want to understand what type of person you are, what type of energy you have, um, why you struggle to achieve certain goals and things like that, definitely check out iProgress. Um, I will put the link in the description box so you can get in touch with these guys and um, you can book yourself a session um, connect with them on a Facebook Facebook um, on their Facebook page or page or join the Facebook group they have a number of groups uh, there's a community of people who are um, connected with iProgress definitely you can find out from other people, their experiences. You can go back on there. You can watch some of the um, Facebook lives that they did last year. Really good stuff in there. Um, But anyway, know what maintains you, what sustains you and what drains you. So for me, for example, for me, I know that reading my Bible on a daily basis sustains me. Why? It puts me, I wake up and it puts me in a good place. Speak prayer puts me in a good place. Why? Because I feel that I am realigning myself and recentering myself um, on my foundation, which is my faith. It means that I am reconnecting and I am recentering myself on my purpose, which is the will of God for my life. It feels like I am realigning myself with my maker. Again, all of these things for me are positive energy givers. Um, Also, exercise. The more I exercise, the more the happy hormone um, or the endorphins or whatever are released and the happier I feel, the more energized I feel. even though during the workout I may feel extremely tired, um, but once I'm done, once I see all the sweat dripping and all of that stuff, 
I'm all energized all over again and I'm, I'm ready to go. So find an activity that you enjoy. If it's the if it's a spin class, if it's running on the treadmill, if it's going for a walk, if it's weightlifting, hit training, kickboxing, whatever it may be. Find something that energizes you and do it on a regular basis because I promise you, when you exercise, you release that good, those good hormones that keep you energized and will maintain that high energy. Plus, they help once once it's sort of uh, evening time, you will start to feel relaxed and you will fall asleep a lot easier as well. And good sleep equals more energy. You need sleep, you need good sleep, you need REM sleep. And if you don't know about REM sleep, um, do your research. Um, but you need REM sleep to feel relaxed. You can't just have that light light sleep. No, you need REM sleep to, ha- to really feel relaxed in the morning. Um, and working out helps you with that. Knowing what drains you. So know who, know the people that sap your energy. Know the people that constantly drain energy from you. Know the people that fill your inbox with nonsense or the people that fill your WhatsApp or your text or phone you and talk to you about pointless nonsense and minimize the amount of time that you spend entertaining that. Because that stuff will drain your energy. That stuff will suck all the energy out of you and have you feeling low and unable to perform at your best. So understand, also understand the activities that drain you. If you know that you hate something and doing a particular task drains the energy out of you and fills you with dread and you literally start to hate the you know curse the day that that task was invented or created then you need to outsource that task and and distance yourself from that task there are as i said there are experts out there who love that some of the tasks that we hate People hate analytics. I love analytics. Outsource analytics to me. That's what I always tell people. Um, People hate doing that kind of research and segmentation on customers and understanding what makes people tick. I love that stuff. Um, People love graphic design. I enjoy it, but I'm not the best at it, so I outsource. Um... People love, I'm trying to think of something that I really, really, really hate. Oh, I know. Okay. Okay. I hate documenting requirements. I don't mind running the workshops, but I hate writing the requirements. I get someone else to do the right, the, the, to document the requirements. Um, and that's fine. That is fine. I hate doing documentation. So outsource it. Give someone some notes, tell them what, you know, give them the outline of exactly what the document needs to contain. Let them write the document and you focus on the other stuff. Simple. Don't do the things that drain you. Do the focus on the things that sustain you. That's the that's the important point there. Um, Number four, pace yourself like an elite performer. We talked about this before. Again, 
knowing what sort of race you are running allows you to plan in advance or strategize your race. You meet if you so if you've ever been an athlete, if you or if you've if you know athletes or if you've ever watched a documentary about athletes, you will know that distance, especially distance runners, distance running is a strategic race. You know, a distance race is a strategic race. I love distance races, um, steeplechase and uh, marathons and all of those things because that's when you see those tactics come into play. And as you know, as a as a former athlete myself, um, although I never did distance running, knowing your knowing your race and knowing having your strategy and always having knowing when to run at 70% and then when to kick it up to 100% knowing when to run at 75% and you know or knowing when to adjust because 70% will not put you in the position you need to be when you need to kick into high gear knowing how to shift your energy for the situation is something that is second nature to an elite performer. And that's what you need to do. As a, you know, top athletes understand how to read the situation and how to appropriately manage their energy. Um, if you can do that in life, if you can do that in business, if you can do that as an individual, you will maintain a higher level of performance you will have better output you will manage your energy better you will feel less lethargic and yeah as as i said the output and the results will speak for themselves um last but not least don't be a number five don't be a professional pretzel (laughs) so what does this mean so um it says trying to be someone you're not is hard work. It drains your energy. Being a professional pretzel, i.e., twisting into someone other than yourself, is exhausting work. The alternative, being your authentic self at work, might seem scary but exhausting too. But actually, it's a huge relief when you stop fighting against your strengths and start using them. You, you'll unleash energy rather than consume it. You'll feel more at ease and perform better. So. It's knowing yourself. It's being comfortable in your own skin. It is being prepared to be 100% you in every situation. It's never being afraid to be your authentic self. Stop trying to fit in. Stop trying to... um, make everyone else feel comfortable because it's not about anyone else it's about you it's about what you need to achieve it's about what you want to deliver it's about you fulfilling that dream and whether you like it or not if you twist yourself to be someone else someone out there is still not going to like who you are So why not be yourself and let the people that like you, like you and the people that don't like you. Well, that's their business. That's their tough luck. They can keep it moving and you can keep it moving. But one thing you know is that you've always been 
100% true to yourself, 100% honest, 100% genuine, 100% authentic. And I always say that the most important characteristic that um, you can have in any in any walk of life is integrity. If you can hold your head up and walk with integrity, let your yes be be yes and your no be no. If you can stand by what you say, if you can conduct yourself in a way that is genuine and true to who you are, then all people can do is respect that. People may not like it and that's cool. People, people may not agree with your um, methods or they may not agree with how you think. They may not vibe with you. That's cool. Not everybody in this world has to like you. And guess what? There are, uh, what was it? Eight point something billion people in the world. Hey, what's a few people that don't like you? Because I promise you in 8.4 billion or 8.5, whatever it may be, the number keeps going up. In all those people that are out there in the world, I promise you, you will find more than enough people that like you to sustain you. You will find more than enough people with the right energy that matches your energy that allows you to do what you need to do. You will find the right people that understand your vision and can help you propel yourself towards your vision. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one to to her list, um, and what I'm gonna add is this: it's surround yourself with like-minded people. I know I said it. Um, I said it when I was talking about knowing what drains you, knowing the type of people that drain you, but knowing surrounding yourself with like-minded people will constantly fill you with energy surround yourself if you are an if you are an a dreamer with big dreams and big ideas and all of that surround yourself with people that feed that energy that's not to say that you you know don't just don't just be in a room full of dreamers because then nothing actually gets done but actually have people, you know, you still have to make sure in your team, you have people that can help you implement those dreams. You need people that can help you get those dreams onto paper and people who can turn those dreams into um, actual, into an actual project plan and into actual actions and activities that need to happen in order for that dream to be fulfilled. Um, so surround yourself with people with with like-minded people surround yourself with people with doers surround yourself with people who like to take action surround yourself with people who have the same drive and intense you know um and at the and operate at the same frequency as you do surround yourself with people who vibe with like you um they don't have to be, don't go and get yes men around you. You don't want yes men around you because yes men 
don't actually deliver anything for you. They can't deliver anything. They just know how to say yes and make it seem like they, they're doing something. Actually surround yourself with people who believe in you, believe in your dream, understand your vision, understand your goals, under, understand your aspirations. Um, surround yourself with people who you can inspire because if you can inspire them, they will be driven enough to motivate you. What uh, what do I mean? Um, if you imagine a leader that's that can sell his vision to his team, his team will be energized to deliver that vision. And when he's feeling low, when he's feeling drained, when he sorry, not just he, when he or she is feeling low, drained lethargic whatever they can look at their team and say and and they can feed off the energy of that team they can feed off the drive of that team because they poured out positive energy into that team they sold a passionate dream to that team and that team understood it grabbed it with both hands and ran with it so when they are weak that team can carry them Till they regain their strength. Surround yourself with people who understand you and understand your dream and understand your vision. And that is a difficult thing to do. I've got a, I've got an episode coming later in the schedule that talks about entre- entrepreneurship being a lonely journey. To a certain extent, yes, it is a lonely journey. Why? Because finding those people that vibe with you, that um, understand you, it's hard. It's hard. Because it takes someone that's willing to break out of the typical mould that we are forced into by the schooling system. I'm not going to say the education system because that's not the education system. The, The school system puts us into this frame of mind, this mentality that says that we need to operate a particular way. And a lot of people don't know how to break out of that mold. So it's hard to find the people that have broken out of that mold and that can think the way that you think and that can inspire and energize you. It's not it's not an easy thing to do. But when you do find them, when you do find those people, surround them yourself with them. Surround yourself with people who understand your journey. Surround yourself with people who understand your struggles. Surround yourself with people who will uplift you and encourage you and push you to keep achieving. So those were Joe Miller's five tips. Then I added in my my own one of my own tips. I gave you my um, approach to managing my energy right at the beginning. Um, as an entrepreneur, as I said, I think it's super important that you learn to manage your energy because entrepreneurship is a long journey. It's a long road. It's not easy. Find something to anchor you. As I said, I'm a Christian entrepreneur. I am a Christian. I am anchored and underpinned by my faith. Everything that I do is hangs is held together by my faith. I believe that I was I am walking 
into the purpose for which I was created. I understand that I've been on a completely different path on a completely different journey, but everything that I have been through has been leading me to this very point. So I use the energy in the right way. I remind myself that I was fearfully and wonderfully created. I remind myself that there is a purpose for me to fulfill in life and I was created for a reason. I didn't just happen to exist. I was created for a specific reason. Um, I pray and I center myself on that, on God's plan for my life. I ask God to open my eyes to see the path that he wants me to take and for me to see the purpose to to the purpose that he has for me and that if I ever deviate if I walk away if I turn the wrong way that he will bring me back on track and he will show me the um what he desires for me find something that you can anchor yourself to find something that you can hold on to something that will drive you when those times get hard because as an entrepreneur it will get hard it will get difficult there are bumps in the road we talked about it in episode one you will fall down anyone that tells you they've never fallen down is lying you will fall down but hey you can get up you can get right back up get back on that horse and do it all over again learn from your mistakes you know, the Bible, there's a bit in the Bible, there's a scripture in the Bible that says the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong, but to those who can endure to the end. And we've talked about this, managing your energy. This is an endurance race. This isn't a sprint. There are sprints within it, but this whole thing is, a, is, a, is an endurance race. So anyway... I just want to thank you for tuning into another episode of the podcast. Um, like I said, you can always catch the Imperfectly Human podcast every Friday at 9 a.m. on um, your favorite stream and streaming platforms, 9 a.m. on YouTube. Um, if you want to catch me on a more on a more on a different type of show, on a more relaxed kind of show a more family it's not i wouldn't say it's not for kids but talking about other topics i do um the daily perspective we talk a lot more about life um art relationships um and we just keep it real i bring my perspective as an imperfect christian man i've always said it and that's why this is called imperfectly human i recognize that i am a flawed individual um but I know that God loves me with all my flaws and all of those things. So check that out. Daily Perspective, normally live on stereo every Wednesday, 7 or 8 p.m. Um, but available on your favorite streaming platforms, Thursdays at 9 a.m. Anyway, with that said, I am out. Take care of yourselves. God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Imperfectly Human podcast. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast. You can do this on your favorite streaming platforms.